I have to admit that this has been a passage that has perplexed me for some time. Some people would say I'm not too bright, and I guess I would agree with them. Finally, though, I was able to understand what this parable means. And it means that are you persistent? Do you dare to ask God for what you want? And if the answer doesn't come in, oh, I don't know, 10 or 30 seconds, do you just give up and walk away? When the disciples come and say, Lord, teach us how to pray like John's disciples, and Jesus doesn't, he is drawing a line in the sand and he says to them that this is different. John preaches fire and brimstone, and I preach love, bless you, and understanding. My way is a way of forgiveness. John's way is a way that makes us stop and think about what sinners we are. When you were a kid, or maybe now as an adult, you've run out of something that you've needed, so you run next door and ask for a cup of flour or a cup of gin, as we would say in, the, in our neighborhood. No one turns their back on you and says no and slams the door in your face. So when we hear this parable, we are brought up short because in the ancient world, it would have been unthinkable that people would not have helped their neighbor. As we know, a village is a small place. So for someone, everyone would know everyone. For, so for someone to say no, that was such a taboo that the person who said no would have been ostracized to a certain extent. People needed each other. There wasn't the idea that someone could run down to the store and pick it up. And most people baked, or women, women baked the bread at night. So you would have known if you were the person asking for the loaf of bread. You would know who had baked or was baking at that time. But when the man yells out, no, I've gone to bed, my children are with me, I he would have been on the second floor of his house and the animals would have been on the first floor. So what he's really saying is it's too much trouble for me to get up and crawl over my kids, go downstairs, and crawl over my animals, and get outside. It's easier just to say that the door is locked, I'm done for the night. But in ancient cultures, as I said, that was taboo because the hospitality that was offered to people was so important. We wouldn't know when some, they wouldn't know when someone would arrive at the door because of weather, because maybe it was hot and they wanted to walk in the cool of the evening. So we must be prepared is the first part of this parable so that we're not left flat-footed. The other part is the persistence. The neighbor didn't stop knocking at the door. That's kind of left out of this parable. The neighbor was persistent. And what Jesus is telling us is we too must be persistent. We must be persistent in prayer. And when we pray, 
and we follow the formula of the Lord's Prayer, that we also need to keep going back. Maybe, re maybe we rework our prayer a little bit. Maybe our prayer changes somewhat. But the idea is to keep praying and hope that it comes true, that our prayers will be answered. There is the old adage that maybe God doesn't answer the prayer the way you want him to. I don't know if I am offended by that or I understand it. Because I think if God's not answering my prayers the way I want to, then God's not my kind of God. But that's not true. Because God is not a Santa Claus God. God doesn't grant wishes. God doesn't stand up in heaven with a list who's naughty and who's nice. He listens to our prayers and he acts on them. Maybe today, maybe tomorrow, maybe years from now. But we can rest assured that he does hear what we say and he does listen. It may seem that there is a, a chasm of silence at times, but I always know that he is listening. Have you ever been so angry with God that you've yelled at him? I have. I can remember sitting in my car and beating on my steering wheel saying, I have done everything that you have asked of me. Why? Why? Precisely. I guess I should have just yelled a little louder. And just being so furious. But then I, when my prayer was answered, it was answered in a way that I had never anticipated. And it was much better ending. I told the eight o'clock when I applied to come here, I prayed every night that you would call me. And my prayer was answered. Of course, I had hoped it would have been answered a couple of weeks before because then I would have had some sleep. But nevertheless, my prayer was answered. You, some of you might be thinking, oh great, her prayer was answered, but what about mine? But God does what God will do. And we merely are players. We answer his call. We listen for his voice. And sometimes, as they say, it's not the voice we wish to hear. If we're hoping that God is looking for the best for each and every one of us, we also have to hope that when things don't turn out the way they do, Allah sitting in my car, beating on my, my steering wheel, it's always for the best. And in that moment, it doesn't seem like it is. In that moment, I'm mad. And in that moment, God says, be mad. I don't care. Trust. Trust in me. And that's what prayer is about, trusting that God 
will listen and act when we surrender. Surrender is one of the hardest things we will ever do as human beings because we think of surrendering as a weakness. But surrendering is not weak. Surrendering is just saying, I give it over to you. This is too much for me to bear right now. So I'm going to ask for help. I'm going to say to my friend, yes, I do need you to help me out. I'm going to ask my boss that, yes, I do need something from you. Do you feel like surrender is that for you, or is it a sign of weakness? Because God doesn't think of surrendering as weakness. God thinks of surrendering as great courage. It's when we are able to surrender that a new way can open up, that a new prayer is asked, and a new prayer is hopefully fulfilled, that we learn that we're not alone, and we learn that there is someone who cares about us more than we could ever understand or know or imagine. We know that God is there standing next to us, sitting next to us in the car as we cry and yell and scream because God loves us and wants the best for us. And maybe the best is being able to scream because that means we are human and we care and we love and we hurt. But we pick up the pieces because we know that God is standing next to us, walking beside us, carrying us. When we are persistent in our prayer, it doesn't mean we pray the same prayer over and over again. It means that we pray and we amend it and massage it and come up maybe with a different prayer. And then our prayer is answered. Amen.